and well met, my droog. It is your friend and humble narrator, Lou Brutus, and you are listening to the Night Nerd. Nerds rule! Jocks drool. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. This week we are celebrating Nosferatu, the old German silent film that is actually one of my favorite films of all time, to the point where I'm giving a, basically a live audio commentary for the film. We're doing a watch party through Fan Expo events. Um, you can go to our Facebook page to check out the link. That's facebook.com slash the Night Nerd. And it's free. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. You know, get you in that holiday Halloween spirit. I'm excited. So excited about it. That I wanted to talk about Nosferatu all week. I mean, I could talk about Nosferatu for days and days and days. So let's do it. Except I'm one of the only ones that can and will and does. Um, Normally Mondays we talk video games. You know, but Nosferatu as a character, as the archetype, um, even more so than Dracula, as we'll look at later on in the week, for vampires, he's not in a whole lot of video games. So uh, here's an interview I did with my buddy Josh, who is one of the main people in the Invincible Czars. They create and write their own music to play over silent films and they do it in front of a live audience in movie theaters it's an amazing experience it's so much fun i did this interview a couple of years ago and i was looking back through the archives and i honestly don't know that i ever put it up on the show um i I couldn't find it i mean i may have but i i couldn't find anything about it so it i figured you know you can't find Nosferatu in video games, you can't find this interview, so we're going to have it. Something, though, that is easy to find is some amazing shows on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheNightNerd. We have shows about Archer. We have shows about Ben Affleck. We have shows about great comic book uh, stories and runs and stuff. A couple of bucks a month. Check it out. It's awesome. It's great. But before you do that, enjoy this interview with Josh from The Invincible Czars. Okay, we're here with Josh from the Invincible Czars. Josh, how are you doing today, sir? I'm all right. How are you? Doing well, thank you. So we just got out of Nosferatu, and your band did a live onstage performance of your mostly original score. Um, I say mostly original because you said you borrowed from the Romanian culture and, and things like that, which was really cool. Right, right. Yeah, um, we used, um, well, we used Bela Bartok's versions of some of the Romanian folk melodies that he that he arranged back in the 20s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and I can safely say, as Nosferatu is one of my favorite movies, and seeing it like that it was just amazing and <laughs> an experience, you know. Yeah, you go, thank you, you go to movies and it's experience, but this was really just full century overload experience. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what, uh, what, you know, what got you into this saying, you know, I'm going to make soundtracks for movies. I'm going to do these really do awesome the performances. Yes. When I'm, you know, I grew up in Fort Worth area and, you know, went to college in Denton and um, 
I moved down to Austin in '99, and the whole silent film with rock bands, kind of fad, I guess I'll call it, had already been going on at the old Alamo Draft House back when there was just one Alamo Draft House, and so they'd, they'd have had several groups that had done this, and I thought, wow, what a cool idea! So I started going to them, and I, you know, quickly found that not all groups were as cinematically inclined to make soundtracks as others. You know, Graham Reynolds, who he's kind of become Richard Linklater's guy. You know, he did Scanner Darkly, and he did more recently did Bernie, and I think he did After Midnight, and. Um, you know, Graham did a lot of them, and he was great. And this band, Brown Hornet, did them, and they were really good, too. But some bands were just kind of, you know, like getting up there and playing their psychedelic or, you know, heavy metal rock music, you know, like regular old rock set with, like, an old movie as a backdrop. And I thought, man, this is this could be so much better. I think I could do a, as good a job as some of these guys, <laughs> you know, or better. And, you know, once the Invincible Czars kind of came into being, the the trend of the live band with with a silent movie at the Alamo had kind of waned and so we didn't we didn't really jump on in and around 06 it kind of started coming back and we were part of that second wave because once I saw that they were doing more I asked them if we could do one and kept asking and asking and the first one we did was um, Elita Queen of Mars which is we won't ever do it again because we made our own edit of the movie that we can't that we lost <laughs> and it would be a, it would require a Herculean effort to to you know get that one back up. Plus, it's frankly not a very well known or even good movie. It's just yeah, that's kind of boring. Um, but we moved on and we did Destiny, which is a good movie, and then the Unknown, and then we you know I, I you know not to toot my own horn, but we we're pretty good at what, at doing it. And oh, yeah. even Graham and and some of the other groups were like, you, know, you guys put way more time into this than we ever did. And we started touring more and more and going around the country. And a couple of years ago, we just decided to do a national tour, you know, where we'd kind of do go west in the spring and east in the fall. And we just have kept doing that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. What process, you know, you named all these movies that you select. Is there a process, you know, a movie you enjoy or fan suggestions? How do you go about oh. picking a movie? It's been different every time. I mean, the first two, or the first one, Elita, was assigned to us. That Alamo just wanted a, somebody to do that one and thought we'd be good, so we did that one. And then I asked if we could do Destiny. And um, then after that, they, they asked us to do The Unknown. And then the fourth silent movie we did was um, for the State History Museum in Austin. We did It's this movie called The Martyrs of the Alamo. And, uh, you know, it tells the story of the Battle of the Alamo. And... Um, from a 1917 perspective wow, <laughs> Pro cool. produced by D.W. Griffith so it's you know <laughs> interesting yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, it's got Doug Douglas Bear Fairbanks Douglas Fairbanks in blackface for just like a brief moment you know it's kind of funny or weird or scary or whatever yeah. <laughs> interesting to say the least and uh, then that one went so well they asked us to do The Wind which was the is probably, I had never seen it but when I watched it I was like this is a great movie and then, and then I asked to do, we decided to do Jekyll and Hyde because by then we were going out on the road and, and it was kind of like, well, even if the Alamo in Austin says no, let's go do it at all the other places we've been doing it. So we did that. And then I think the next one we did was Nosferatu. So, yeah, we've done seven of them. Yeah. And Nosferatu we did because when we were doing Jekyll and Hyde and the wind at that time, you know, we kind of got into doing like having two movies on tap at a time, which <laughs> back then we were like, whoa can we do this and, and now it's just like you know we do it and um but um 
so we we were doing Jekyll and Hyde in the wind all over, and people just kept asking, when are you going to do Nosferatu? The other one they ask a lot about is Phantom of the Opera, which we're going to do next year, and um, the cab- cabinet of D- Dr. Caligari, which we'll probably do in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, because yeah. you know, people ask for Metropolis, of course. And that was like, going to be my, my Yeah, <laughs> that's the one everybody wants to see us do. And, you know, it's like a three-hour movie, so it's like, maybe if we start now... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we'll be ready by 2020 or something for it. But, um, but that's kind of, you know, so it's been a little bit different for each one. You know, Phantom of the Opera is another one that enough people have asked us if we do it that we were like, okay, let's do that. It's pretty Halloween-y. We seem to be on this track with horror movies, so let's just keep on with those, you know. (laughs) That's neat. Um, Have you ever thought about, like, any of the old, like, Fleischer Studio cartoons, like any of the shorts? Those would be fun to do, too, yeah. Break it up a little, I mean, just. Yeah, I have thought about that. we don't get a lot of requests for that, and we seem to kind of be going in that direction of like, well, what do people want to see us do? Okay, let's do that. You yeah. Because then we know that people will show up, right. you know. Right. But yeah, I'd love to do those cartoons or, or a comedy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I talked tonight about possibly doing a comedy in the future. I'd love Buster Keaton. That'd be really challenging, mm-hmm. you know. Um, horror seems to come naturally for me and us. So, um, you know, we cut up a lot, but, I'm, you know, we have a lot of humor in our music, but. Yeah, it, I think it'll be it'll be a challenge to do Buster, and, mm-hmm. and to do justice to Buster. So, so. <laughs> in your writing process, do you view it as a movie, or do you come up with like so characters, um, like a like theme themes. for a character? Yeah, yeah. light so, motifs is what Wagner mm-hmm. called those, and yeah, we totally do that. So, in Nosferatu tonight, there's that. Um, there's that Romanian melody that goes, and that's. That's Hutter's theme, you know, and and Ellen's theme is the la 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 but yeah, we totally choose choose uh, motifs for each character so that, you know, it kind of, you know, then when two of them are together, we'll combine those motifs and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. It is absolutely amazing. I mean, oh, I cannot good. sing Thank enough you. praises for how <laughs> awesome this was. I, uh, yeah, I, it, it was really a lot of fun. Um, you talked about Phantom of the Opera. You still have a few more dates on this tour that you're on right now. Tomorrow um, in Dallas. And then, and then we're just doing a couple of homecoming shows in Austin and then mm-hmm. we're done. So, um, Phantom will probably will, will probably um, do that in April, a big tour to the West, and we'll probably come here in April because this really is West. It's just we got hung up and couldn't make our June date last time, so we we just decided well, let's hit Lubbock on the, on the East tour this time. So we're a little out of our way from how we usually go, but <laughs> we, well, we appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. Appreciate it. And, and we're so close here, you know, we can we can even come up and a lot of times what we'll do is create a score and then do a run of dates. And like, okay, let's just test this out and see if this is like, you know, like the part where Hutter sits up real suddenly and I hit that loud chord. First couple of times I was like, is that going to scare anybody? But, you know, every night somebody goes, oh, I hear yeah. a gasp. You know, it's, like, it's working. All right. I jumped a few times for sure. It's almost dropped my drink. It was, it works. It works. It was a lot of fun. That's um, good. If people want to, you know, find out some more of these dates and check out some of your stuff, you have... Some of the best merch I've ever seen. I, I, I used to <laughs> be a merch Lee's, guy, yeah, and she I She did love our it. artwork, and uh, uh, Leah does. Um, she does art for several people in Austin, but she, um, we found her um, because she does the artwork for Trouble Puppet Theater. She does all their poster art for each show that they do, and um, 
Oh, she also was an artist on Scanner Darkly. A lot of artists I've met in Austin worked on that. And uh, since I knew Graham, you know, anyway, there's there was a connection there. But yeah, Leo, she does a great, great job. I love what she did with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's tough to read, but it's beautiful. <laughs> so uh, if people want to check all this stuff out and see what's going on, what's the best way to find you out there oh, in Internet land? Just go to our website, invinciblezars.com. And of course, we're on Facebook and, you know, we put lots of stupid things up on Instagram of of ourselves, you know, with scary sculptures and st stupid inside jokes that no one will get, you know, but and even we don't get. <laughs> Those are the best kind. Those are the best kind. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Josh, thank you so much for being on yeah, the show today. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for the time of doing this. It was it was amazing, and I can't wait. And hopefully, we'll see you back down here in April. Oh, you definitely will. Awesome, thanks, sir. <laughs>